this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go Go to anchor.fm to get started. As you know, nothing new on Star, from arguments to fights that turn to a deathbed. Clearly, nobody wins a family feud, so talk about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Thank you guys for joining us today for another night. Welcome to the AfterBuzz TV show for Star Season 3, Episode 12, Toxic. I'm your host, Jazzy, and my lovely co-host with my left, Ema. Hi. And Archie J. Hey, what's up? We are so happy to have you guys here with us today. I mean, as you know, Star is full of drama, and we're going to talk about it so much more. We do have to let you know about our ghetto superstar of the night. Archie has the news for us. Yeah. But before we dive in, there's so much going on. We see Cassie and Marie's teaming up, which is great. Um, Star, we think she's about to get out of jail. I don't know. And then, of course, Gigi and Alex, what a star. I mean, like a whole episode for them. But before we dive into it, what's your overall thoughts for the night? My overall thoughts was the drama was real. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat. And I feel like so much happened in, like, that short amount of time. It was crazy. You were on the edge of your seat? I I was standing up. (laughs) You were standing up. You were excited? Literally, as y'all saw. Yeah, there was so much stuff going on. I just, at, at one point, I felt like I couldn't keep up. We have, you know... Cassie beating people up in parking lots. We have makeout scenes in clubs, drugs. I'm stressed. It was a lot. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I think I was trying to hold back all my emotions. I didn't know if I was yeah. happy, if I was sad, if I was I like crying. I didn't know what I feel like. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> right? the Jekyll emotion or something. Yeah. Everything just came out all at one time. <laughs> I mean, first I'm smiling, but then I feel like I need a box of tissues next to me. So I'm just all discombobulated. Right or a bottle now. of Jack. It was all good, though. A bottle of Jack, too, would have worked. I would prefer that. <laughs> Noah would approve. Yes. Noah would Don't Don't come from my Noah, Archie. Do not Listen, come from my he, Noah. He's, he's going through life's pressure. Yes, he's yes. trying to get through things. it, okay? Okay. So let's talk about Cassie Marie's first. Um, we see them, of course, before being rivals to now being partners and maybe some lovers. I don't know. How did you guys feel about them just taking on Xander's whole, like, you know, grabbing the media, like him trying to come back and terrorize the place? How did you guys feel about them, like, just coming together and working this out and trying to be partnership? 
I actually like to see them together because it's so interesting to see the sexual tension between them. Yes. But I love, even though everybody feels Cassie's crazy and she's a little crazy, but I love how she has this toughness about herself. And even though she does want to be like vulnerable and she wants to really go there with Maurice, she's like, no, I'm loyal to my sister and I'm down for what it is that I want to do. Yes. So like, I have to say... I like it. I love it. I feel like at first I was not really here for this because as we know, he has history with Carlotta. But Absolutely. as this as the episode kind of played out and we saw them with that final scene when they were in the club and she was in her office, I feel like they had a heart to heart and they might be the best thing for each other. I agree. You know, yeah. sometimes you have those situations where maybe you dated someone and then your friend wants to date that person. Seems a little weird walking into it, but maybe they're made for each other. And yeah. Let me say this out. One thing I noticed is that Maurice can handle Cassie, okay? Yeah. It's like he has a yeah. way of like calming her down. Like uh -huh. he's, he's not intimidated by her. He just knows exactly what to say. And then even even when they they were having that conversation, and um, he said, oh, he was talking to her about you know his yeah. mother, yeah. and he was trying to get her to get, get, you know to be more open about her father. And he got her to literally listen to him. And, and did you guys see that little wink in his eye? When she was like, you know, you're right. He was like, yeah, I got her. And she was about to kiss him. I didn't see you that. Oh, but, I, but I think, was she kind of like turning it back towards him a little bit when she was walking away? Like, as yes. she was walking to get a drink or something? I did see that. He and always has like, a wink oh. in his eye, though. I just, <laughs> no, this is I, a different kind well, of no, wink. Are you trying to see him? He was like, I got her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys yeah. didn't see that? I, I think I see a little wink. I yeah, did. I totally I did. saw that. Maybe I just saw that. <laughs> but I have to definitely agree with Nima. I think that they're kind of like a yin and yang for each other. Absolutely. Like, they come together at one point in time and balance each other out because they're so, like, the Determined and they have so much fire inside of them and like dedication. But at the same time, too, Cassie is a hothead. You cannot yes. stop Cassie. And then Maurice is more of the calm, chill stuff. Like he's more like a silent killer. You know, like he can like get things done, but just very low key. And I like that. He's very level headed. Yes. And what I love so much about this is that Cassie's all gonna be Cassie. I mean, we saw <laughs> in like the We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Some previous episodes when she mentioned, like, Carlotta, I'm turning my old way. She gives back her gun and everything. Why Carlotta still, I mean, not Carlotta, excuse me, Cassie's still walking around with that gun, just hitting people left and right, yes, you know, literally. like. She totally, like, smashed that dude's face in it. Right? He's like, oh, my God, I'm scared for my life. Yeah. I'm scared for his life. She did say that she has, he said that he had a gift, but she said she has a gift of, what was it, uh, like, speaking, speaking, speaking her mind or whatever, the gift of her tongue. The gift, Go, pop the it gift off of the gas. Oh, pop okay. it Yeah, that's what she said. She that. continuously does that. Yeah, yeah she, she does. does. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. But were you guys were you guys surprised to see her in that element? Just, I mean, I, it was a lot of tension, I think, and she meant every part of it when that guy had called her a bitch and she was oh, just yeah. swinging yeah, that gun. Dying. But were you guys surprised to see her acting her old ways? Like, did you guys see that coming? Because you know she mentioned she was going to give it up. Yeah, I definitely saw that coming. Yeah, I saw it coming. She walked out the door with the gun. With the gun. In her purse. I know, like and, that was a setup. <laughs> and when uh, Maurice was going to, you know, interact with the guy, she had the gun behind her back. We saw her do that. And I felt like the the cameraman behind this, the director, whatever producer that did that scene when she was 
although it was short, beating the dude in the face, I felt like it was so well put together because we saw yeah. that drama. It was shot from, uh, you know, below, and it kind of, you know, her, her hair was, like, sweating. I was into it. It was almost like, literally, I felt like she blacked out. Like, she had a moment. Yeah, she had, yeah. Because, I mean, of course, like, mm-hmm. we see the struggle that Cassie does want to do good, but she still struggles with her old self. Yes. And in that moment, like, whenever she let loose, it was like, I I felt like it wasn't really more about her. It was really about her respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that guy disrespect her, that's what made her lose it. She's like, you know what? No, you just cannot yeah. respect me. So, yeah. And I actually agree with her, with her actions. I mean, you shouldn't result <laughs> to violence. But, yeah, but in that particular moment, I agree. Like, he definitely disrespected her. Right. And I'm, I'm really proud of Cassie because she is trying really hard to work on herself. But um, we see that what she's doing right now, yes, she's coming back for Xander, but it's more so like taking down and protecting her sister's work. Right. Like, she, now she's actually like, I'm doing this for my sister. Like, she told Marie. It's like, we all can tell Tension's hot between the two. Like yeah. they want to get it in. I think they're made for each other. To be but she's honest, like, so. you know, my sister, my sister, my sister. So she's like protecting gravity. So I, I'm liking Cassie. I, I really want to see this work out. But you know what? I'm gonna say that for prediction. And now, prediction. but now she also has the idea that her, she has this whole idea, and we saw it in the episode that her father did malicious things to yeah. her sister. Yes. So she's Why even she so mean to him? defending <laughs> even more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So with Cassie, I mean, she is dealing with a lot already, like separately trying to save gravity, as we can tell. But she's also doing a lot of personal stuff with her sister and her father. Um, were you guys shocked to see her father pretty much admit to his faults in the hospital? No. I was shocked. No, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked because I could just tell, like, the interaction between him and Cassie, even like every. Every time he talks to her, it seems like he's literally in, like, a trance. And, like, yes. he's not in reality. It's like he's trying to make up this make-believe world. And I could tell just by their interaction that he was trying to hide something. So in that moment when they were in, um, you know, the room and, like, you know, she was telling him, like, this is what you did to my sister and this is all the anger and all the hate. Now I feel like there was a moment for the audience to really be able to have compassion for Cassie because mm-hmm. we understand why she has this hate, this animosity, why she always wants to beat somebody is because right. it literally stems from her father. Right. So I think that that was like a pivotal moment for you know us to respect Cassie more and to really be able to see like what was the issue like with her dad and like why was he just being so crazy? He, he, like because he, I felt like he. He just kept trying to find reasons to make Cassie pull back in. You know, he fell down the stairs. I'm like, literally, did he really fall down the stairs? Or did yeah. he just fall, you know, fall well, down the stairs? Yeah. He's, he's, older, he's older. And then him doing that, I felt like that kind of gave us insight that what does he have? Maybe dementia? That's what I thought. Something going on. I because didn't. he. I thought it was something else. You thought it was something else? I, I, <laughs> I did. I think it was like a dementia thing because he's older and he thought, you know, Cassie was Carlotta and he started revealing different things. And then I felt like he kind of came back to himself because he wouldn't say, um, Carlotta and our child is still alive. Right. You know, right. if that was Carlotta, you would not use her name in like third exactly. person. Exactly, in third person. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, so I, I don't know what's going on there. I agree. I thought that he had dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever it is because, um, I mean, prior, which last week we saw Cassie go home to his house and try to like get him to confess what he did. Yeah. And he was so confused. And even when Carlotta faced him like, you raped me, he was still confused. So I thought like, well, maybe he doesn't really remember what he did. I have a question. Yeah. Could it possibly be that sometimes a person could could try to disconnect from what they've done so bad that it doesn't mean that they have dementia. It just means that they just are not trying to deal with the reality of, of that situation. And it just literally like pushes their, their memory away. I wouldn't doubt that could be, yeah. that can be true. 
I really believe that. You can definitely try to, like, forget something as much as you can. And then I honestly think that it comes back around and haunts you later. Because yeah. it's something that you never really dealt with, you know? Yeah, so right. it's like something that's always in the back of your head. But it's like his brain just literally stayed in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it never grew from it. I am happy to see that he confessed and that Cassie did get her peace. I mean, yeah. even though she didn't look as peaceful, she but didn't. she got what she wanted, the confession. He admitted to his faults. And then now we know... And we can expect a child or someone else coming in, in like the in the picture. <laughs> Archie's like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for that either. Uh, I know it's serious. gonna be crazy. I know. And but I, who is but who is the baby? I know that's the question. Who is the baby? Oh, of the kid. You know yeah. what? And mentioning kid, uh, let us know in the live chat as well. But the opening scene, we saw Simone and her boo back together, and he Ooh. apparently didn't have the condom on. That was. That was a topic of discussion, yeah. and but, then he went, and then he started talking about children. So, like, do we have to look for another child coming into the picture? Yeah, she was like, know. "Wait, what?" Like, she was so confused, and he yeah. was he was kind of chilling, like, "Oh, okay." But you can already see that, that that they were having the conversation, and clearly, you can already tell that Simone wants something very different than what he wants. It's absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, well, let's we're talking about Simone. Let's get into it. Simone, 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 love Simone. I love uh, her. She is a star on her own. How did you guys feel about her just pretty much just taking over again for her sister and her performance with Noah? Like, that was a huge. I think that we are really starting to see the true Simone. I think that for so long she hid behind Star. And now that she's actually Star's, like, motivating force, like, even even when they were having the conversation in jail, she was like, Star, let's sing. You know, she was like, you know, sing to me. And I think that that was such a pivotal moment because it's like now we have so much more respect for Simone than like what we ever had before. Because now yeah. we see that, okay, she's not a little girl anymore. Like mm-hmm. she's a woman. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, we definitely in, you know, the last couple of episodes, ever since the season has come back, we've seen her step up to the plate and be yeah. this powerful force. Exactly. But I agree. I mean, I thought the performance was, you know, well done and her and Noah walked in there to meet Irv played by Rick Ross yes uh to kind of secure the bag in a way and, and make sure they get <laughs> oh, they secured it <laughs> get on the ASAs but I, I'm I'm rocking with Simone I mean I have no complaints whatsoever but yeah she's definitely the driving force for Star now that we're seeing Star for the first time weak fragile yeah. you know alone yeah. yeah yeah I want to talk more about that but before we um dive into like more about Star Nima has a word for the people. I do. Listen up, guys. <laughs> First and foremost, I want to say that we thank you so much for allowing us to be the ESPN of TV Talk. And we could use your help. How can we do that? If you guys are on YouTube right now, what I need you to do is click that thumbs up button. And if you are tuned into iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Because no matter what you do, we need you guys to leave us comments. Because your comments is what keeps us alive. And also to speak of the fact that we would not be able to do After Buzz TV. It was not... If, if it was not for you guys, we really appreciate you and love you for everything that you're doing. And we want you guys to continue to keep telling people about our show. So stay tuned in. Give us some support on iTunes and YouTube. And yeah. Yes. Make sure you do that. And remember, um, the four-star rating don't work, so give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But I definitely want to piggyback on Simone. Um, I really, really like how, again, she's I'm constantly evolving, but... What I didn't understand is how we were missing some parts into the show. So um, there was something that stuck out to me. I can't remember the top of my head, but it was something that Simone had said. Oh, when I guess Simone had mentioned to Alex that she was uh, telling her to, you know, 
talk to your mother. You know, you should ignore her phone calls. Mm -hmm. That was not in in the oh, in the yeah. show. There was a lot of things that was kind of like scarce, just kind of like all over the place. Right. But I like when Simone is. You, we see her throughout the show being everyone's pretty much like their their backbone. Like when it comes to Alex, when it comes to Noah, when she caught Noah doing the painkillers, mm -hmm. and that's serious too because she can relate to that. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah, I think. What was so pivotal is that in, in the beginning, you know, Simone talks about how she got the bill passed. I think that her getting the bill passed is really what gave her the freedom to be able to step up to say that, hey, I can really do this. I can really support other people because we saw in the episode pri uh, uh, previous that she was really having struggles. And Star was like, listen, you know, you have had all these battles with our family. Now, you know, now you are the person who can actually be a spokesperson. And now since that. I see that, you know, Simone has definitely stepped up. Even even in that conversation also, too, that I do want to pinpoint is that I think that Alex was... I'm sorry, Simone was pushing Alex because um, Simone doesn't have her mother. Mm -hmm. So she's like, Alex, you still have your mom, so why would you not try to at least, like, listen to her? Mm -hmm. So I when think she was said her mom has done horrible things, her mom's been addicted. Yeah. Her mom has had sex has. with her boyfriend. I was like, yes. oh, my God. Yes, her mom has <laughs> That's been so traumatic. <laughs> That's real. You, that's yeah. a hard thing to accept immediately after she says, okay, I'm clean now, I'm good. Absolutely. I think the director that did a amazing job in helping us understand, like, where the anger really lies between Alex and her mother and where the anger really lies between Cassie and her father. Like, like the parents, you know, child feud here, it really brings so much to surface. Yeah, so, I agree. Shout out to the director. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think, um, so, I mean, it, clearly it's evident that Simone is the rock right now for, for these past few episodes. Um, but, do you guys think that this is her ultimate purpose when it comes to her career? Because she had mentioned in, in the show, like, you know, she's happy, her career is finally taking off, like, she's very like, content with her moment. She's one thing about family, like, she's living her life. But we always thought that she was living her life through stars. So now I'm kind of confused, like, is singing what she really wanted to do, or is it just her having a voice and being noticed what she really wanted? I really think it's really about her having a voice. I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, Rick Ross played by Earth. He did say something to her. He was like, "And then, yeah. and yeah. then you can work on your your solo career." Right. Next year, I think that that's something. Okay, we hadn't talked about predictions, so I'm not gonna say that, but I'm gonna hold that off. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that that's a really big pivotal moment because now I think that everything that Simone has gone through thus far is really about her having a voice. Yes. Yeah. I think I that yes, yeah, she does want to be a, you know a star. But I think it's really about her stepping up to being Simone. Yeah. This is what this is about. Yeah, I mean, I would agree wholeheartedly. I actually don't think that if she was, if the whole stardom was to go away, she would be fine. Mm -hmm. No. You, you know, I don't think that she is, you know, has to have it, die to have it like Star or like Alex has it in her blood is what they say. I don't feel like Simone has to have that. I feel like she likes being a voice for people. She likes helping people. Yeah. She helped the immigration laws. Uh, to a certain extent, and I've, that's where I feel like her, her power lies. I definitely think that Simone could be like a motivational speaker. Like she could yeah. she could do a lot, a lot of things. Like yeah. She's talented. The girl can do it all. But I don't know. I was like watching them. I'm thinking, like, is this really what she wanted to do, like be a singer, or is it more to it? I feel like we're going to see a little more of Simone's character kind of shifting into a different like angle or a different like direction. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. Me too. Okay. Star, 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 star. I hands down thought that she was going to get out of jail tonight. What did you guys think? I mean, I thought, yeah, for sure. No, I definitely no she you didn't, get out of jail. Archie. I know she wasn't wasn't going to get out of jail because that we is. saw the trailer last oh, week. Yeah, how she that's got true. Jumped. We did. I was like, no, she's not getting out of jail. What are you but talking see, about? I thought she got jumped earlier, though. Yeah. 
perfect. So Nima just brought up my point. <laughs> I was a little angry. It's another part where I feel like things were left out. So yes. we see that Star mentioned she went to, the, went to the hole. I'm thinking that was the fight that exactly. we didn't get to see when she went to the hole. So she yeah. went to the hole prior. Why did she go in the hole? Where was that at? Right. She never talked about it. And then now we see she gets in the fight at the very end, which I don't know about you guys, but I don't really think that girl came to fight her. What did you guys think? I'm um, upset, by the way. Um, word to Drizzy Drake, like Gigi said. I don't really know if the girl did or didn't, but all I know is that Star has so much animosity. Like it was, it was very similar to uh, Cassie and the guy. You know what I mean? Like she was like already on the edge. She's like, "Listen, what do you want? What do you want?" And she just literally like lost it, not yeah. even knowing that her moment of freedom was right there. Yeah, oh, so crazy. I don't understand why she beat the girl the smithereens because <laughs> you- she was messing with her. True, true, but if you know anything about jail or prison or wherever you are, you can't, you're about to get out. Why? Sorry, I didn't know she, she didn't was about, know to she get about to get out. Remember? Oh, she didn't. Well, did she well, didn't. Well, the thing is, wow. the girl know. just stepped up to her. She's like, yeah. I have a message. That's but it's so like, true. but the girl looks kind of, I mean, I, pause. The girl looks very intimidating, seriously. Like, yeah. Anytime she steps up, I'm like, oh, Lord, it's about to be a fight. I think. <laughs> I really don't think that, um, well, it's clearly, I don't think Star knew that she was going to get out, mm. but I really don't think that girl came to tell her that, she, you know, to tell her anything bad. It's, she said, Arlene has a message for you. Yeah, she said, I have a message from Charlene. Charlene, she said, right. Charlene had a message from Charlene. What is, what is the message? There's nothing um, good. She didn't, well, she didn't get it to say anything because Star instantly just started, like, going off. Star has this temper that can make or break her. Yeah. It's, it's actually breaking her for the past few seasons, as we can see. But... Let me say this. Star has really, like, pushed her temper down since since she's been in jail. And and, and I'm telling you, this girl was huh? definitely messing with her. So I... <laughs> wait, wait. Am I the only person who's been watching it? I mean, I really feel like Star has had a, a great hold on her temper since she's been in jail, right? It's kind of hard. To, I, no. I'm going I'm to disagree. No. Nima? She's been trying no. her best not no. to fight no. the girl. I'm going to disagree, wait, Nima. If, only because... Am I not watching the same thing? No, I'm sorry. Am I blind? the same thing, but this is why I'm going to disagree. <laughs> You know why? Because we haven't even seen Star in the jail scenes. I'm we sorry. have seen her. Tasha, I love you. I love you, Tasha Smith. You are an amazing director. However, okay. I haven't really seen enough episodes of Star in jail, so I don't even know what's going on with Star. That was going to be my rant. Like, I don't understand. What's Star doing? I don't understand. I don't I don't think that she's calmed her temper down because we've seen her. When, when, when we have seen her in jail, multiple times she says, I'm not scared of you. I'm going to beat you up. Like <laughs> This is not calming your temper down. That is, that is true. Like when she was on the phone talking to Simone right. and out to the window. The girl just looked Maybe at her. She already was parts. acting up. Right. And you know what? <laughs> I think the girl was messing with her, but... I don't really think it was more so like trying to pick on her. The girl clearly was attracted to Star. That girl wanted to, you know, do some things with Star. I mean, but come on, this is Star. Like, you can't jump at Star like that. Yeah, but but Star's always ready. And it's cool to be ready, but I think Star could have just pulled back just a little bit because she didn't know what the girl was going to say to her. And um, only that, clearly you can go to the hole and more like time can be added to your sentence if you already react. Mm-hmm. So Star needs to be more on the self-defensive side, not the offense. But see, everybody knows about, okay, so you know, they always talk about jail. Like, when you go to jail, it's like, you have to let the person know that, listen, I'll fight you if <laughs> you try to fight me. So, I feel like Star was just doing what she felt like she needed to do. Like, she was letting the girl know, listen, like, don't come for me. Yeah. But I feel like over a period of time, even though Star said something, I feel like the girl still made her feel that she had to protect herself. That's what I really feel like it was about. Mm. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because even when she was on the phone with Simone, she was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, she literally, like, set it up to say, 
something's about to happen. I can't do this anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Because she was already in the hole. We don't even know what happened. We don't even know so, what like, happened. We already see the setup. Like, okay, Star's not going to get out of jail, but she's out. <laughs> yeah. And all that happened so fast when, you know, we... We've seen that Miss Bruce, shout out to Miss Bruce, by the way. Miss Bruce is so amazing. We see me Miss Bruce and Alex and Simone, you know, go in. Oh, actually, not, not Alex, um, Cotton, um, mm-hmm. go in and, like, pretty much try to blackmail Arlene with that judge. Oh, yeah. And it happened so fast to where Star got out. Well, was going on the verge of getting out. So now we don't even know what's going to happen. Um, and I'm just a little worried about, like, if what Bruce's break, was that coming to an end or what? Like, is it a done deal or, you know? Mm. No, I feel like uh, Miss Bruce so. plays a very vital character because she, uh, he, Miss Bruce is the essential manager for I, like. Well, absolutely, Miss Bruce kind of acts like Carlotta no, though. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But she I like calls it down. I just mean when it comes to her work trying to get Star out. Like I wonder what's that? Like what's going to happen next? Like was all that sh- that Bruce was doing mm-hmm. go for go to waste? Because I mean, Star I think got that herself Star's in still going to get out sick, though. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, no, eventually she's probably going to get yeah. out. Yeah, it's yeah. called Star. She has to get out. Of <laughs> yeah, it's like literally like she's the star of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay, so Arlene, I mean, do you, what things gonna happen with her? Like, is she gonna just go somewhere? Because it's, it's evident Arlene is a bitter woman. She is so bitter. Like, not only is her family passed away, but she was trying to like do some sexual things to that judge. Like, she's just a lonely person. I'm gonna pray for her. Alone. Yeah, she's <laughs> the least of my words. I feel like once Star gets out, she'll kind of dissipate. There's really nothing else to be doing because we have we have documentation that you know you bribed the judge. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, literally, like, she can't do anything from them but go down. So she got to cover herself. Uh, Her show's lot. over with. Sorry. <laughs> Unless she's the next person on drugs. Oh, talking about drugs. Drugs, yeah. yeah. Speaking of drugs, let's dive right into it. Gigi is one of them, and Noah, and it's a lot going on. But I want to talk about Gigi and Alex before I talk about Noah. Were you guys shocked to see Gigi's meltdown? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Are you guys seeing it coming? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, and, it, and it's so funny because I, I, I was talking to um, Archie about my metaphor. I was like, so what's that thing? Like, if you're not like a, a, a giant, then you're kind of like a wimp. So I feel like there's like <laughs> a wimp in every little, in every like giant or monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that roar has to come from something, right? So I feel like it's insecurity. And then there were like very intricate moments throughout the um show that we saw her issue with her aunts. Mm. So, I mean, I I always felt like Gigi had something coming for her. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it was going to be that. <laughs> yeah, I... It was, the, it was the first scene that we saw in the episode when she was in the studio, she was with her aunts on this episode that I had a flashback because I've seen lots of documentary-type films of Whitney Houston. Okay. Uh, and I cannot get that out of my head. Just kind of like, you know, that turmoil stage with the yeah. spiral and the drugs. That's what I kept thinking of when I was looking at Gigi this entire yeah. this entire episode yeah. on the podcast and that whole thing. And then her going at Alex, what they call her, Megan Darkle. Yeah, Megan Darkle. <laughs> Megan Darkle. <laughs> I, I just, it's just unnecessary. So we finally get to see exactly like what the root of that issue is. And I don't think I was, it was really clear to me that her mom, you know, had died because of this and it was that strong of a connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The connections there were super powerful. It was super powerful. I think this is probably one of my, um, probably like favorite parts of like the whole season thus far, because it was just like very huge. What I think Lee Daniels does so good at mm-hmm. is, Absolutely. um, like, 
putting like real life onto shows. Like I get it, you know, reality. But however, sometimes it's kind of hard to really showcase what is going on in the real world versus people's lives. Right. And um, so many people, I'm sure, can relate to Gigi's life about having parents who are on drug addictions or like having having a drug addiction yourself and can't get out of it, and how it like interferes with your work and all that kind of stuff. And um, just to see her unfold, I was shocked at her unfolding, but I'm happy to see that because, correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't we seen in um, in real life with Kiki, her having a meltdown before and yeah. her talking about depression, She's anxiety? About yeah. yeah, yeah. Talked so, about I mean, it so many times. So I love, yes. I really, really love. I always say Lee Daniels does a good job of re- allowing the characters to kind of relive their life through their roles. Like we've seen it with Carlotta when she lost her mom and she was going through that time when she had lost High Hill. You know, um, Cassie going through her things. Like everyone goes through their things individually, Absolutely. and it. I just love how he just kind of like capitalizes off capitalizes their pain. Yeah, it. exactly sure. off their pain. Like it's amazing yeah. to me. I mean, I feel like the director did an amazing job of really allowing us to have compassion for these characters that we just really want to hate. Just like, man, I can't stand mm-hmm. this girl. But then you understand, like, there was even a point when Gigi was like, well, you know, they don't care about me. It's just all about the money. After my mom died, it was just about the money, you know. And like, yeah. you know, it, that is like, oh my god, like. Now we understand the reason why she's so boisterous and the reason why she wants so much attention is because she just wants to be loved. It's not even yes. about, you know, really trying to show competition. I Honestly, I really feel like she's asking Alex to help her, but she's doing it in such a very conniving, such a very competitive way. Right. You know, she's not going to say, help me. She's going to be like, oh, I can't stand you. I'm just fighting you right now because I hate you because you have what I want. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, she's really like crying for help. She was yeah. like, please help me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just sad across the board. It is. But now we get to see, you know, I feel like now that that aunt who was kind of like the ringleader of the demons, she's gone, unfortunately. I know. Yeah. In a way. I think we're going to get to see a different side. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Speaking of um, the aunt, um, Simone, we love you. You always watching. Simone Umba, she said, I did not expect the auntie to shoot herself. And I agree. Mm -hmm. I did not. I didn't. I thought that was so dramatic. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, well, wait, huh? I agree. I was like, okay, that was just like a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. We just had a great song from we did. Gigi. Yes. Like, everybody's in the club like, oh, and then the auntie drugs. was like, and then I she's just like, can't live without you. But she did say that before she walked out. She was like, I just can't live without I you. Know. But I really didn't mean that she literally meant that. Me, me either. Me either. But when after <laughs> Gigi had that beautiful performance, oh I thought that she was going to just faint. And like, yeah. you know, and like when she comes back out of like snapping yeah. out of it, I didn't know that someone was going to die. Yeah. But what I'm really hoping. But somebody does have to die, though. Kinda. That's true. Yeah. In order for her to be as strong as she needs to be. That, that's true. I'm hoping that since Aunt Missy has um, passed away, rest in peace, Aunt Missy, that um, we will see her other aunt will come, like you know, back and be willing to help her. Because it seemed like she wasn't really, you know, I shout, like shout out to trouble. Asha. We just had her last week on the show. Hey, Asha. Her role, I think, it seems like she's more of the aunt that's like more understanding, yeah. and more helping. She didn't you do know? drugs. She didn't do drugs. Wait, yeah. yeah. Isn't her name Missy? Aunt Missy? No, the other. Well, Aunt Missy's the one that passed away. Okay, because. I I remember no no um, no 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 no, no. oh it is Asha yeah remember when Gigi said she was talking to Noah and Noah said well if you don't think that Alex actually linked the video then who do you think she said her other aunt linked the video yeah she said Aunt Missy I heard her say that but I thought she meant the one that shot herself no oh right the other one because there was a scene when she said what was that you're watching and Gigi Kiki said nothing and then there was this face and um, I did see her face Asha's you know, I was just placed uh, in that scene and just kind of like sus- suspicious, like, right. what is that? 
and maybe she thought this would be a great opportunity to have that whole check by herself. So, you know, why not kind of take out the oh, other? Yeah, like, that's kind of crazy. That. Because my thing is, like, if she was really for Gigi, why would she do that? Because, right. that, that, like, that's something that's going to bring Gigi down. Right. So I think that now, even though the aunt, it, like, the one that was, you know, had all the drugs, I still feel like <laughs> Gigi still has to overcome her aunt. She does. So, I mean, it's just it's evident that Gigi has never really had, like, a true role model in her life. Like, the role models that was in her life were just pretty much tearing her down. Alex. We think her, <laughs> I think her I think her Michelle Obama is Alex. Her Michelle Obama. <laughs> I love Miss Boots for that. I yes. love her. Like, you are not Michelle Obama, girl. You she can go like, low. You, you can go low. We, we, we don't have to go high. Yes. <laughs> that was, like, a, the ultimate quote tonight. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but clearly, as we see that Gigi's not the only person who was, like, strung out on drugs. Um, Noah, uh... I just want to say my prediction was about you guys. I said that I Noah know, was going was. to take the pills because you thought he wasn't going to take it. I was like, no, he's not going to do it because of the baby. But, but one thing that I do notice the the one thing that makes Noah falls into this is pressure. When, like no, anytime something is put on him where he has to make a decision or like something feels like it's against him, that's what he goes towards the you know the drugs you yeah. know. And I'm, I'm like, dang, I'm like, it's not even enough of him having his baby to, to keep him alive. It's, it's not, it's not. I think it's definitely like a security thing yeah. for Evers as well. Definitely a security thing. Um, I want to just like dive right into like our news segment. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. We have a running on low on time, but let's go into our news, Archie. So, well, the cast of Star recently came together, actually, at Fox Studios in West L.A. to discuss the behind-the-scenes of working on the show at a live tweeting party uh, hosted by Karen Civil. Yes. Uh, and the cast uh, members were, like, uh, Jude, who we know as Star, Luke James, and Quincy Brown. They, they shared stories um, to the audience members, including many actors there, like what it's like working on set with the actors and different things like that. And uh, it, was just, it was just a good event, you know, and a good energy to see, you know, the people on TV. Yeah in front of your face doing that but speaking of jude who plays <laughs> star she is enjoying mommyhood Aww. yeah That's the so actress cool. uh, and oh, her, her four-month-old son actually judah enjoyed a Aww. day at the pool this past week and she took to instagram to share the photos of the very eventful day and she said beanie's first pool day and she also shared you know a series of black and white pictures and, but as you so know cute. as we know that you know Jude was pregnant at the same time the character was like that yes. was a real that was brilliant was real thing. thing. So you know, Judah is actually her first child, or only child as of now, with her husband Joshua Coleman. Aww, yeah. Jude, and so a, cute. Amaya Scott, uh, known as Cotton on mm -hmm. the show, she is one of film one of the film industry's leading ladies who is trailblazing representation for the LGBT community on screen. Uh, and she actually caught up with a friend in my head, Francesca Amaker okay. of the Atlanta's A Scene that show. And she was asked a bunch of questions about representation. And she said, I think to be visible, to represent people who may not always have been represented, I think it's, you know, um, the most humbling feeling to tell a story that is like my own. And she just said it's the best feeling to be able to portray that because I don't think maybe even five years ago we would have someone doing this character that Cotton is playing. So I it's, agree. It's yeah. really cool. And Amazing. Um, she uh, continues to. You know, thrive in that way. You got to follow her on Instagram, though. Her Instagram is sick. <laughs> is it uh -oh. popping? Sick. Is it okay. popping? Sickening. But <laughs> so also, beautiful. Kiki yes. Palmer, who we saw have a crazy, crazy episode, hilariously dragged herself <laughs> for this red carpet look, and the internet is applauding. So she, Kiki Palmer, who is usually on point when it comes to slaying the red carpets, highlighted an instance where she attended a um, 2016 San Diego Comic-Con event, right? Mm -hmm. 
Three years later, she's bringing it back up and she's flaming herself. And she said, Chat, it's time for me to go in on myself because what in the Mortal Kombat <laughs> female guru is going on? She said, the outfit is, I'm not completely upset with, <laughs> but at this time, I was super over wigs and my hair hadn't grown back yet. I've always been different and love that about myself, but chief this wasn't it someone said you're going to comic-con and i took it to heart i became a whole character she became a whole character she, she, so funny. she looks crazy but i love the transparency for her and she looks like a honestly, superhero if you she can't looks laugh like. at yourself like then superhero a, point. a superhero man yeah she does but i love how she could just bring that up and talk about herself like i look crazy i wish someone would have told me because i hate when i be looking crazy and no one tells me Ooh, anything. please don't bring up my back friend. pictures yeah that's such a real friend so <laughs> Shout I, out to I love friends. that about the brushy kiki. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your news. That's your news for yeah. it? Yeah. Thank you, Archie. Archie always kills it with the news. Thank you yes. so much. All right. I think it's about that time again to our ghetto superstar of the night. So let's hit that beat. There oh, we oh, go. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, do y'all remember when y'all first like heard this song or where I was and y'all? Oh, yeah, Wycliffe. Yeah. yeah. Like Wycliffe and um, Maya, right? Throwback. Yes. Yep. Throwback. Throwback. Okay. All right, let's start with you, Archie. Who okay. is your star of the night? Oh, I'm so excited. Don't, uh, first you better of all, not steal my, you, don't you steal my star. Yeah, I love mine. that I get to go I'm going to get ghetto on you. Steal my star. <laughs> my ghetto superstar of the week is Miss Bruce. No! Oh. I'm going to go first next week. <laughs> That's because not my ghetto superstar. Miss Bruce is playing the FBI agent, the manager, the therapist, and an overall ghetto superstar in the show. Yes. Congratulations. I mean, she, uh, she always comes in, slays the day, saves the day, and I'm here for it. That, that, that was mine. He said it perfectly. Okay, yeah. Nima, I'll, I'll come up with something else. Well, mine was Gigi because um, okay. she had a lot going on. I mean, she first of all, she started off with the podcast going in on yes. Alex, and then she had her little episode in the club where she kissed Alex, and then, I mean, she did a whole bunch tonight. Yeah, so, she yeah, she was the ghetto superstar. Uh, I agree with them both. Um, Gigi and Ms. Bruce are probably the best good superstars. But I'm going to be different and go with Cassie because Cassie... Ah, she was a she G. Never, she never found yes. you. You know, she keep it sweet and savage at the same time. Right. Don't call her a bitch, period. And that's why I love Cassie. So, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Before we dive into predictions, really quick, do we have any more other thoughts before we need to cover? No. Well, I, one thing I do want to say is um, back to what I was mentioning before, how I love so much about Leon was, was Rick and highlighting um, Atlantic culture. We've seen a cameo from Rick Ross. You know, he's a yes. native. We've also seen a cameo from Headcrack from Dish Nation. So yeah. I just really like to see so much Atlanta influence. <laughs> I know it's based out in Atlanta, but like the fact he covers everything is amazing. Yeah, that's so. great. All right, predictions. Let's get into it. <laughs> It sounds kind of scary. It does. Sounds pretty creepy. <laughs> predictions. Predictions. I predict that Star is gonna live. <laughs> All right, Nima, let's hear it. So I predict that Star is gonna live. I predict that Simone is possibly gonna leave her husband. She has some really deep predictions. No, no, I'm serious. Um, and then I just feel like Alex is gonna be Gigi's Michelle Obama. Okay. There you go. I feel like my only real prediction that I got for today is that. Take three, or they're going to win the ASA, ASA award. Of course. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think that we're going to see uh, Carlotta and her father's uh, son or daughter. I, think, I, don't oh, know why, I, I don't know why I feel like it's a son, 
But I think that that child's going to come around and need a desperate help. And I don't think it's going to be easy. I think he may have some kind of, like, health conditions, unfortunately, because of it's an oh. incest baby. I will say that I think it's somebody <laughs> around on the show already. I think that, too. That we already I think know it's somebody them. already Ooh, on the show. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the T. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. What if, it's, what if it's Quincy? I mean, I know that's not his name. Oh, either. gosh. Really? I don't know. Well, you I'm know, that's thinking. interesting because we don't really... We don't know his we don't know parents. parents. We don't oh, know about the grandmother. No. no. That would be interesting. Well, I do know it's not a prediction. It's actually going to be a fact that we'll be here next week, same time. Uh, in the meantime, though, you can follow up with us. And Archie J, let them know where they can find you at. You can find me on all social media platforms at Archie J Speaks. And Nima Sky at N-E-E-M-A-S-K-Y-E on all social media platforms. And myself on all social media platforms at I'm Jazzy. That's I-M-J-A-Z-Z-I-E-E. We thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 